T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Eminem. Eminem. Do you feel a little uncomfortable? Do you feel as uncomfortable as I do? No, I actually feel great today. Well, I'm just saying, for those of you watching us on our YouTube channel, Jackson, look at him. A million dollars, right? And look at us. Dress for success. I had a, a bit you, of a formal you gotta, event you before the show. You got to get used to this. This yeah. is how he comes in every Sorry. day. I really you don't. Know, I usually very so bummy. intimidating. I usually wear like, when, the same three shirts. When a guy shirts. comes in, yeah. he's got slick back do. I mean, he's coming to here with this Hollywood look. And I kept thinking, you know what? Because he was at NFL Honors last night. So that's it. He just got did back. Did that happen last night? Uh, yeah, I heard it did. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I missed it. I couldn't wait to get here to Burgundy and Gold today because um, I knew this to be semi-controversial. I can't wait to see what our listeners think about it. And I have to start with you, and I go, who was your MVP? Um, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, you are. Yeah. Eminem, who was your MVP? Patrick Mahomes as well. Jalen Hurts yeah, was right there, though. Hurts missed too many games at the end of the year. You can't miss games yeah. if the other guy's playing. Yeah. The other guy kept playing. If they both miss, yeah. I'm with you. You, yeah. it's just, you can't. And then for it not to be unanimous just burns me up. Oh, I know. Who's the bozo who voted for Josh Allen? See, that's the thing. Seriously. I can see Jalen. Josh Allen, that's fanboy. Some fanboy yeah, in person. the media. And it's just disrespectful. And that's why I know most of you don't agree, but I could care less about that. Why, let's put the names on who you vote for. Let's all know. Why has it got to be a secret? Yeah, we didn't, I don't know if they have to do that or not. I, I don't know. I didn't bother I'd like to, to know. dive into it. Sometimes they do. Some people just offer it up, say, hey, here's what I voted for, what have you. But yeah, I mean, look, he had a lot of weapons and continues to have a lot of weapons. Mahomes lost his best receiver. Um, they, they traded him. I mean, it was their decision. He lost was, a generational talent. Yeah, and uh, still blew it up, still had an amazing year, still the top seed. I mean, the entire division has been geared up to try to knock the Chiefs off for how many seasons now? They still can't do it. I mean, the, the Broncos bent over backwards for Russell Wilson to bring him in the division. And Herbert's, uh, you know, as much accolades as he gets, uh, they still haven't been able to knock him out. So 
It's, uh, you know, to me, it was an easy one. I, but, you know, you, you always see this weird stuff. We see with Hall of Fame voting, et cetera, et cetera. But it just, uh, yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. But I'm glad he got it. So it's his second career MVP. He's going to yeah. try to be the first guy uh, in a long time since Kurt Warner, the greatest show on turf, to be the MVP and the Super Bowl champion. So that's, that is not, doesn't happen often. A lot of times these guys win MVPs and they don't win the Super Bowls. Yeah, I've had so much fun. And since we are all pro-wagering, and just trying to figure this thing out and go, well, who do you really think? Because today's the day yeah. that the day Eminem picks, is yeah. on so much pressure because we made a pledge to help our listeners make money. Well, I mean, it's no pressure for a guy like him who just lives well, it. You know what I mean? No well, pressure at all. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I really believe, and I was listening to King, of course, the King has built his empire on um, – Smell test? Smell test, yeah. (laughs) He's built his his empire (laughs) on the smell test. I I just, I love the fact that it makes, it's a good conversation without you having to force it. You get the two best teams in the world. Yeah, this is the best because you have the two number one seeds, finally. Um, Doesn't always happen this way. Nope. So this is, uh, it's exciting. I mean, it's Goliath versus Goliath in a lot of ways. I mean, and this line stayed strong all week. Yeah. Towards, towards the uh, Eagles, you mm-hmm. know, which is interesting because, again, you know, as we are as Americans, uh, you know, we are basically force fed offense, right? Like offense, mm-hmm. offense, offense. Now you got to love offense. But it's funny when it comes to uh, making money, everybody's betting on defense here, which is the Eagles defense. Uh, it feels like right now. So, yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Um, other honors last night. Not shocking. Coach of the year um, in the NFC East as expected. Uh, Brian Dayball uh, took away that award. You know, I know you're not supposed to be able to do this in one year. It usually no, it takes, takes five three. or six years oh, okay. to turn a, turn a thing around, but he did yeah. it in one year. And look, Jim Fossil won it as well in his rookie season with the Giants, I believe. Um, so, look, it doesn't mean they're going to be great forever, but it does mean this guy came into a situation as never being a head coach and was able to um, – you know, work with some parts that he didn't maybe necessarily pick or want and adjust his style and his offense and his schemes to that. And it was very successful, a very successful year one. But, you know, this is – it doesn't stop here. you got to go out and do it again. But, you know, good for him. And, uh, you know, it's going to be somebody to deal with for years to come, I would imagine, in the division. I look at this as from a corporate or a company standpoint – Yeah. I was told, you know, I, I was born on the East Coast, raised on the West Coast. But the one thing that if you just ask any a layman at the mall, hey, I want to buy some furniture. People say, go to North Carolina. True. They say. And so I always thought it was interesting as to how people build reputation. The one thing about the Giants, yeah. front office is not a clown show. No, never. Now, they have had made some bad choices. But they fix it immediately. They're stable. You can yep. hate their guts, but it's never referred to as a clown show. Right. So you can recover quicker. All of the clown shows always attract the con artists. And you get your greatest con artists who come in and tell you that they're going to turn sand into salt. And they're going to do all these things. And it's going to take them <laughs> enough time for them to generate their own generational wealth. I find it interesting. I'm never surprised when the Giants recover or the Giants do something because there's stability. 
Yeah, and they were bad for a bunch of years. Like they made some Terrible. bad choices, yeah. which has been in, which is shocking because they, like you said, they're usually a stable group, right? Like they're really good at what they mm-hmm. do. So, um, yeah, it, it, it was uh, a big year for them. Obviously, in year two, you got Nick Sirianni in the Super Bowl. Uh, you got obviously, you know, Brian, you know. Um, your guy, Fred Flintstone, I can't even remember his name anymore, Mike McCartney, because <laughs> you say Fred Flintstone so often, I, I, I really well, okay, think that's his name. Close your eyes, yeah. and you think of him, you look, you go, you see Fred Flintstone. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the tight, or I like to call him the tight ends coach sometimes. But anyway, yeah, yeah he's, um, you know, he's obviously uh, had Dallas in the playoffs for you know a bunch of years outside of the one your Dak wasn't there. And obviously Ron Rivera is on the same clock as uh, McCarthy is. And... Um, no, McCartney, excuse me. No, McCarthy. I had it right the first time. What am I saying? <laughs> anyway, he, the other guy's Kirk Cousins' agent. Anyway, so this is look, the neighborhood's gotten tougher. That's why you got to be good. That's why you got to be smart. Um, that's why it's a, even though it, it seems like almost like an offseason where the commanders may or may not get to participate because of the ownership situation, they got to do something. They got to figure out a way to work through all that to, to get better because. Feels like everybody is getting better in the division right now. Well, their ownership situation is about the same as it always is. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why everybody's well, acting I mean, like it is different. this is a big difference. Well, you haven't gotten anything. Yeah. You haven't gotten anything out of the ownership yeah, deal. True. Since they were flying around him and Vinny. Yeah. Getting bad free agents. That's At true. least they were active. Well, that, that's the one thing. This does keep them from doing something drastically stupid. I mean, yeah. but but also I think for the last few years we've noticed, you know, here that boy. The, Money isn't flowing like it used to. Like, what's going on there? You know, I mean, it's been well, kind of a, a reason. Yeah, there's been been some slowdown, uh, if you will, a little recession, uh, if you will, with the with the payments. So, anyway, we'll uh, you know again, good for those guys. Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year. Justin Jefferson, offensive player of the year. You, you agree? Uh, yeah, Nick Bosa had eighteen and a half sacks on the best mm-hmm. defense in, in the NFL for you know, most of the season. I think he's pretty good, right? Yeah, no, no, I know. I think he's fantastic. Do you think he ever gets double teamed? Um, As a defensive ta- you'd defensive have a end, better time figuring out how many times he wasn't. Well, to I me, was it, I was led to believe by <laughs> some people that if you get double teamed, then you're out of the play. Yeah, well, that's the guys that yeah. can't beat the double team. Okay, remember, and I and I always give him credit. The 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 Manster, yeah, University of Maryland product, Randy White. Yes. Now I saw he was double teamed his entire career until yeah. Russ Grimm broke the code. That's true. Nobody had ever. So I've been in these game plans. I've, I've watched the purple. Again, when you come through, the, my era had great defensive lines, heralded. They all had nicknames. They were celebrities like yeah. the groups. That's right. Okay, this is nothing new. That's why I love how these young people think they're, in, they're in, inventing stuff. Oh, wow. No, this, son, this has happened before. And they all had, well, a lot of, most of them on championship teams. Minnesota hadn't won one. But they're like Buffalo. They've been in them. They've been as close as you can get. So of the teams that were there, why were there only four or five heralded defensive lines that were built around it? So now the the whole square peg is that can a defensive-minded team win? That's what's beautiful about this now. The Steelers, Minnesota, everybody's being ridiculed now. Well, you know, that's great. But, well – Philadelphia's got a monster's defense. They may not have a name, but they're pretty, pretty good. Well, look at a couple of years ago, the 
Chiefs, great offense, mm-hmm. came in with a banged up offensive line, and they got just they destroyed got by a great <laughs> Bucks defense, that right? Was, that was heavy. And last year, I think the Rams had the better defense, and you saw that because they got the Burrow, and yeah. you know, yeah. and Don, they got yeah. that dude in the middle who was a bad, bad man, and Aaron Donald. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were terrific. So, yeah, and the Patriots year, a few years back, that Super Bowl everybody hated. It was 13 to 7 or whatever, you know, defense wins. I loved it. And then, you know, then you had the year was sort of a shootout, you know, not too many years ago when uh, Brady and the Patriots got down big and then figured out a way to claw back against the uh, the Falcons, yeah. Against the choking and dogs. that and that was but did you like that Super Bowl? I mean, it's it's like one you never forget, right? Cuz yeah. I really thought felt like, oh man, the king is dead, right? And I remember driving, I was in an event, driving home at halftime, and it was like, I'm listening to the Unravel, I'm listening to it Unravel, (laughs) and I got in in home in time to watch the rest of it Unravel, and I went back and watched it again, and I'm like, this is one of those moments that's going to haunt that staff, like Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan, forever, those players, right? Now, Quinn has done a great job in Dallas, as we know. Shanahan's rolling in San Francisco. However, he still hits that ceiling, right? That's uh, the thing about, about Shanahan. That's what makes this interesting. Everything about me, I mean, I, two or three of my neighbors are all Eagle fans. They got Eagle flags. Eagle oh, we got banners, a lot of those people, yeah. And I like them, and I do, and they're likable people. And for so long, I had an advantage over them because they were the stepchild. Yes. Before they won that Super Bowl, we could always say all of us, Giants and Cowboys, had a Lombardi, and they didn't. Well, they flipped that, and they're about to get on a mini run. I love their defense. I, everything about me wants to go Philly. But that kid, 15, I have to see him beaten to believe it. Yeah. I just, I just, I just don't I – just, I just cannot come to grips uh, – with it, I talked to my fantasy advisor in the podcast, Colin Carpenter, okay. this morning, and he went with Kansas City. And everything is about, I'm feeling it's a 26, 23, something, mm-hmm. it's not embarrassing, it's very close. Right. I just, I keep thinking about this ferocious pass rush. They knocked two quarterbacks out of a game. They did, and they had, what, 70-ish sacks or something stupid yeah, like that? with the lingerie yeah. league rules. Yeah. They knocked two of them out and didn't get a player thrown but out of the game. You and I both know this. There's ways to slow down pass rush, and if there's ever been a guy who's been really good at it, it's the guy they call Big Red on the other sidelines. Oh man, that screen game. Now they're going to think about those ends. They're going to think about it, right? They're going to yeah. think about getting to the quarterback, but he's going to run a few of those early, and then it's going to they're yeah. going to no, they're going right. to have to they're going to have to think right. about it. And then, you're by right. the way. The the best thing about Mahomes being injured last week, and, and it's been true in other situations with him as he's gotten older, mm-hmm. is he he is a lot quicker. Like with the ball, when he's not one hundred percent, he's he not knows. trying to extend, extend, right. extend. Right. He's not playing backyard football. He's getting it out of his hands, mm-hmm. and the offense is more on time. And he's got a lot of options, man. And he'll throw your he'll throw you open, or he'll throw through you, as we saw the one touchdown pass last week. I'm still trying to figure out how it got in there. Uh, in, man, in that, we did to him. Yeah, but again, they play street ball. Anytime in street ball for the hip impaired, it simply is something that a lot of you young people don't know what it means. You go outside and play. In the street. In the street. <laughs> and you would just you go out and do it. No, I'm really. It's true. I'm learning to communicate better with you. Yeah. So that I keep taking, I can't take things for granted. I can't just say, you're in the backyard. You know, you used to say, 
go down by the marker. Yeah. All your yeah. your landmarks were physical the dodge. pieces, structures. Take yeah. a right, take the a hook, car, hook of the dodge. this and that. And these kids look at me, they go, what is he talking about? Yeah. And so they it's just do Madden. it. But I'm, I'm triple covering Kelsey. Agreed. Now, once you do that, the question is, and I, I'm dealing with Andy, and I go, why don't we talk about Andy like we talk about Belichick? And we should, because yesterday I heard Kelsey say this. He said, what makes you, you know, this, that, and the other, and people are just throwing roses at him. He's like, uh, Andy Reid, that's what makes me yeah. continue to play at this level is Andy Reid, because Andy Reid gets him open and designs an offense to do that, even when teams are doing exactly what you're saying. Like, oh, we'll just take Kelsey away, and it'll all be easy after that, but... You know, he knows how to move them around and make it make it challenging. If he does that deal out the huddle when they go uh, ring around the roses, ring around the roses, I swore I almost <laughs> threw up. I was laughing so hard in a professional game. See, that would just make you piss you off on defense. Yeah, to the point you try to kill them. They have so much fun. Um, speaking of having fun, Taylor Heineke was at Super Bowl week yesterday on Media Row. Stopped by the Pat McAfee show. Had a lot of things to say about uh, you know Sam Howell. Uh, about the level of communication going into the uh, Cleveland game and some other things that uh, went on with the commanders as the season uh, came down to the end and whether or not he has any interest in being back. We'll get to that all coming up here. It is Burgundy Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980 and always on the live stream on Odyssey, the Odyssey app. Um, But we were not on YouTube. Sorry to uh, disappoint Mike. Mike, uh, (laughs) See, I got to teach you the art of positive. Well, I know, but this poor guy's on YouTube looking for the show and he can't find it. And he's like, you know why they can't find it? Because you won't pull the plug and say, let's go. I kept telling you, well, that's man. above you my pay grade. I, see, that, you don't need it. That's see? that's uh, that's on CK. He's got to yeah. make that happen. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll talk to him after. Uh, the show. You, yeah, get get with him after the program. All right. So yesterday, Taylor Heineke uh, was making the rounds on Media Row. Uh, he's been a regular on the Pat McAfee Show, uh, which is on Sirius XM, and uh, also I believe in the YouTube's as well. Yep. And um, so they asked him about Sam Howell. You know, the guy who has been anointed at least the number one quarterback heading into the offseason. 
but he still has to earn it, uh, as Ron Rivera pointed out this week. And here was Taylor Heineke's thoughts on a guy he spent a lot of time with, Sam Howell. So, uh, what was that, the last game of the year? It was earlier in the week. You were supposed to, you were supposed to start. You were going to go a half or whatever. And you said, listen, I've got the most boxing in the NFL. I'm a guy you could have a beer with. Let Sam go and see what he can do. Is that what happened pretty much? Yeah, uh, I won't get into specifics, but they initially made me start it that week. Um, I'm kind of sitting back and look at it and how everything kind of unfolded the last previous two weeks. Um, and the, the game really didn't mean anything for us. Um, and, you know, we've seen Sam do what he can do during practice and through, through training camp. Is he a dog ball. in there, huh? The, dude, the dude's a dog. The dude can ball. Um, oh, so, so I was like, hey, Sam, wow. a chance to see, see what he's got. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'll draft him for a reason. Um, so he nice went out there and balled out. So. You know, I'm very excited for him. He's got a bright future ahead of him. He keeps working hard, so you know, hopefully, he can keep doing it. He's a player, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. All the guys in the locker room believe in him too. So this is what was said. Like, um, obviously, the locker room you you won over quickly, and you saying the locker room likes him too is a big deal because obviously you recognize that too. You're a human that when you speak about football, we should take you seriously. But they're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Whenever they decide to name him the starter. He had played against the Denver Broncos, I think, in a game that didn't matter in his rookie uh-huh. years, like the last year. Alex Smith was having an MVP-like season, and he moved on to Patrick Mahomes. And then all word out of the locker room was like, nope, we got a guy because of more. practice reps and because of that. You're saying similar type feel with Sam Howell? All right, I don't want to put that. No, 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 but like that type of conversation. Like, hey, we think we got a guy because of what we see in practice and what we've seen behind the scenes. Yeah, that and, you know, you go back. To his junior year of college, he was projected to be a first or second rounder um, and decided to come back his senior year. And, you know, obviously he lost a lot of weapons his senior year and didn't have that great of a year. And, you know, they thought that was, for whatever reason, he fell to the fifth round after that. So um, everyone knew he could play. I just don't understand how he fell to the fifth round. So so there you go. There's a little Taylor Heineke with uh, Pat McAfee. So this is what you've been wondering, right? Like you were wondering prior to this, what do the players think, right? Like, we heard a lot of Brock Purdy stories after he finally got in the game in San Francisco. Um, and this, again, coming from Taylor Heineke, who, I mean, does he have any reason to pump up Sam Howell if, he didn't, if it wasn't true? I, I don't know why he would. I mean, this is the guy who appears to be the quarterback going into next year, and we saw what he did on the field. So I feel like that's kind of significant, and it's also kind of one of those things where you just kind of punch your head against the wall saying, why couldn't we have got that a little bit earlier? I've told you for years. Players always know. I don't care if you're the first player taken in the draft in two practices, 50% of the team already knows. The guy's thumbs up or thumbs down. Why I have so much respect for Joe Gibbs, and when Joe Gibbs was accepted by the veterans on this team in 1980, one, it was because we drafted a wide receiver in the second round, and he couldn't beat me off the press, off the line. So once you know a guy can't get uncovered, there's no way in hell he's going to make it on this level unless he develops. Joe cut him. And the other thing they don't do in this league is they don't cut trash. Not if they're trash. They want to turn their trash into treasures. Exactly. Okay? Well, that doesn't really work. The most amazing thing about this staff to me is that as many former players, including the CEO, it's astounding to me that they still try to play these games because they act like the public, the, not enough of us right. really know. Taylor Heineke is worth his weight in gold for just revealing what he revealed to McAfee. They all knew. So why didn't the CEO 
play him early. Well, we know why. Because the CEO wanted to make sure his 18, he was trying to flip his $28 million bust into bronze. And it blew up in their face. And like most of people in our government, what did the mistake cost him? Nothing. No, nothing at all. And again, it just, um, <laughs> it's wild because, again, if there wasn't other <laughs> examples, like, I, I know we're going back on a lot of stuff here over 2020, 2021. Well, you have to, but it's like every it. season this has gone on here. We're yeah. like, wow, they got the defense fixed because this guy's in the field. Danny Johnson, at the end of the year, they couldn't say enough great things about him. You guys freaking cut him in August. Right. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. get your head out of your ass. Look at the last two games. I, I mean, my God, we knew this. He'd done this before the previous year and the previous – I mean, he came in the middle of last year and, and gave you guys oxygen in that position. It's like, I, I don't get it. And then, you know, the, the Reeves video, although it's wonderful, if you really step back for a minute and say to yourself – you cut him too a couple of times. I mean, exactly. come on. I mean, you, you guys treated him like crap forever. And then, oh, wow, revelation. We played him and he was all world. And by the way, the previous year, you told us number 30 uh, had to be on the team because he was going to do that and he didn't. Yeah. Uh, he, I don't believe he ever made a Pro Bowl. The guy who was the indispensable uh, special team star that he wasn't, and Troy Apke. So they I, they like, hit him. They cut him and I hit know. him. It's like, come on. I mean, it's just, anyway, these are just a few of the examples. But. But you, you're not the typical. You got too much insider information. I know, but it just drives you nuts. And then you hear this, and again, the most important position on the field. And I'm glad Taylor was insulted because he should have been. I mean, to like predetermine you're going to bench somebody. And I know it's a meaningless game. You treat it like a preseason game, but good what for was him. Meaningless about it. Good for him when to you say get a chance that. to play your arch rival. Well, I mean, in terms of like going to the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. Well, they blew that earlier. Exactly. So as CEO, right. then when he stuck that that Trojan horse out on the field. Uh, in the game against the Giants, the second one, look, he bet on himself, and he lost. Yeah. Okay? He tried to – and I'm not mad because I understand you're unsupervised. You get to do whatever the hell you want to do. You have no boss. You're running free. And you know what you need? Supervision. You need a boss. Yeah. There's a reason why nobody had ever given you that much power before, and now it's clear you'll never get it again. Yeah. If you ever get around anybody competent. No question. Um, all right, let's get to more. There's more of this coming up. We'll take a quick timeout. Um, whether or not Taylor Heineke has any interest in returning the commanders. Um, what happened? Uh, obviously, w- before week 18, we heard about that. But there's also the what happened about the benching for Carson Wentz to get to. And uh, Taylor Heineke also reveals what he thinks is one of the great jobs in America. Uh, we'll get to all that coming up <laughs> with Taylor Heineke when he joined the Pat McAfee show the other day. By the way, I've just been handed this. Tommy Shepard, Wizards general manager, will join the Hoffman show today at awesome. 4.30 here on the Team 980. They got a lot of explaining to do. We got a lot of things to get to there, I'm sure. All right, let's break. We'll come back into more from Taylor Heineke yesterday on Media Row here on Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, back here on Burgundy Gold today. uh, Former Super Bowl champion, Washington Redskin, Hog, the one and only Jeff Bostic. Will be with us coming up the at glue. one o'clock. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about three different quarterbacks. No, uh, talk glue. about three different running backs, and yet here, who was the center? Bostic. Jeff Bostic. Boom. Bostic. Yeah, that's all it. of them. That's why I call him glue. Yeah, he he is um, pound for pound the toughest sucker I ever played with. Can't and, wait. Um, 
I, I know he wished he had played in this era because the collisions that I saw Jeffrey involved in <laughs> did, did look inhuman. And um, the big fat nose tackles, I mean, he blocked everybody. He blocked. Jeff Bostic blocked cornerbacks as well as he did nose tackles. And that's hard to hit that moving target. That's the one thing, Sheriff. I always thought Sheriff was overrated. Yeah. I never got it. Yeah. But here's what I did know about him. Open target, when he was in when he was in Gruden's offense, he was a beast. They didn't utilize him to me. They wasted his talent here. All right. Getting back to uh Taylor Heineke and again Jeff Bostick at one o'clock here with us on Burgundy Gold today. All right. There was um, a lot of things hit with him and Pat McAfee's show yesterday on Radio Row, including uh, the benching prior to the Cleveland game when Carson Wentz was returned to the field and whether or not there's any bad blood there. It was tough. Um, again, like you said, I understand the business of the NFL. Just paid a guy $30 million. Let's give him another chance. Um, I think we lost two or three in a row there. Lost two, had a tie, um, and we were kind of on the cuff there. we got to make the playoffs. Um I don't, I'm not going to say I felt disrespected. Uh, it was just kind of the communication of how it all went down. Um, I wasn't very happy about. The communication of it all. So let's, let's backtrack for a minute. What was the communication of it all? Of course, like it often is, uh, through press conferences. Um, also, you know, some national media reporting, you know, it looked like they're leaning this direction, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually the decision gets made, right, after uh, further review. And there's always, like, obviously a lot of checking in with other people. Um, in the building and those kind of things. So that was uh, Taylor Heineke's thoughts on that um, after mm. it was all said and done. I mean, oh, look, okay. he didn't look too happy. I think we all understand that. And I, and I don't think he was alone. I think there were some of his teammates who were pretty quick to point it out after the, after the Browns game that they were a little surprised the decision was ever made to go that direction. Better believe it. What he has earned with me beyond respect is that He's a pro, hell of a pro, and I want him on my team. And I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know, people start chanting, well, that means the guy in there is not playing well. Right, right. So what the hell do you want him to do? But at least I know he can go in and make something happen. He's not going to throw up all over himself. You need a backup you who can play backup. that doesn't yeah. doesn't need a ton of reps. And I week. need a third team guy. Yeah, I need three of them. And, um, but, again, I'm sure – isn't Martin Mayhew still the general manager? I think you told me he was, yes. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> good God almighty. I mean, we keep doing the same things over and over again that fail. I thought the guy was the GM. Let him do his job and let the other guy just do the interviews. And why does it always have to be sports? Just change the topic on him. You know, he's versed. He's a smart guy. Talk to him about golf. Talk to him about agriculture, farming, whatever else you want to do. But for God's sakes... Let's get off this football thing. All right, here's a little bit more on Heineke and one of the, whether or not he would even think about coming back to the commanders or if that would even be an option. Are you excited to get out of the commanders building and kind of pass the drama or no? Um, I might be back there. Um, I would love to be back there. Is that you know? something that's being chatted about? We'll see. I don't think I'm allowed to talk okay. about anything. Oh, Heineke. Okay. Guess who's back? <laughs> but back back again. again. Commander Heineke. Yeah, Tell a friend. friend. What's it, what is that? Is that y'all's thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's like a little jingle we came up yeah, with. Yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we'll see. You know, again, a lot of moving parts. 
So there you go. So not let the cat out the bag. Not uh, it doesn't sound like a guy who has shut the door. It actually, sounds like there's uh, open dialogue there. Uh, He's no dummy. He's a, hey, let me tell you what, yeah. one thing about him. He's a well-educated man. Yes. All right. Because well, yeah, with the Harvard of the South. No, obviously. I mean, come on, he's a well-educated guy. <laughs> yeah. Why would he go somewhere where they'll be saying, "And what's your name again?" Yeah, I mean, like the pylon dive. He's a God. Yeah, the pylon dive doesn't get you much outside of this market. No, let's be honest. No, in no. a losing game. Boy, I mean, no fool. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny uh, that you bring that up because that is one of the, the one of the interesting parts for these. You know, there is this camp of, of mindset that oh well he. He's got to be so ticked at them. He's got to hate them for what happened. Without them, he'd never have anybody to hate. I mean, yeah. he would have still been on a couch or you know in grad school or whatever, you know, trying to figure out life after football. So and, and you win games with him, and he win games, right? And and that's important. Now, are you going to win a championship? That's where I would doubt. Yeah. But what are we talking about? Championship? Get to the point where you become winning again and build your roster. I need three guys that are competent. All right, there's a little bit more from Heineke, and they talk about you know what he believes is one of the best jobs in America right now, being a backup quarterback. Yeah, I'm not going to say any teams. Obviously, I would love to go to the Packers. That's been a you know childhood dream of mine, play for the Packers. Um, but other than that, you know, I, obviously, I want to play. I want to start. And if that opportunity doesn't come up, you know, being a backup quarterback in the NFL is probably one of the best jobs in America. So, amen. Um, you know, either way, you know, again, I'm just happy to be in the league. You know, you know my story. Three years ago, I was just chilling, taking classes. So there you go. I mean, again, a guy is well aware of the big picture and uh, not closing the door on anything, nor as he shouldn't. I mean, I, it just you look around, there's a lot of teams that are quarterback needy. I just don't know if you could go to your fan base and say, here's our rock-solid starter that we brought in via free agency, Taylor Heineke. I don't think you present that. I think he would be in a situation kind of like the guy up in Pittsburgh last year, Mitch Trubisky, where, he, you know, hey, come in here and compete with these three guys or these two guys, right? Like, that's like the best-case scenario for him, I think, in free agency or obviously just knowing you're going to be a backup who's got a chance to play again if you stuck it out here. I think the the backup quarterback job in the NFL is one of the worst – jobs being the two being the three i'll take it the two we get paid can you imagine trying to keep yeah well again you pay for that though yeah the kid in kansas city who hopefully we won't get a chance to see yeah chad henny in the super bowl now that's money last time you saw him he went like 94 yards okay in a playoff game (laughs) that's all with this he rode he drove that luxury automobile he did to a t Knowing your role, but again, I credit that to Andy Reid and company. The best prepared are also sure. with the smartest, okay? It's true. Let's not think – that's why Heineke here is so valuable. You don't know who your offensive coordinator is going to be, okay? Right. But you do know who your CEO is, and you've watched that that job done. Dude, he's, he's valuable, and I hope they don't blow it. I, I really do. But then I want to draft a kid. Yeah, I think you can. I yeah. think there's room for both. I mean, you can certainly bring every, him back and draft every somebody. Every year, man. Because what are you going to say? Like, you say, like, when you, okay, if you're going to start a young player, a guy who's like one star, like Sam Howell, you want a guy who plays behind him that's played in games, that knows how to play in, in on short notice, you know, in sudden change, as they like to say in football, right? A guy that would know your system, be comfortable, and players in your locker room believe in, check, check. Who are you going to grab from the outside that's going to come in and immediately have all that stuff for you? I mean, there just isn't. I mean, you could say, exist. oh, the Red Rifle or, or one of these now, guys. No, that's my, that's my other right. choice. Well, it's fine, but I'm As just saying these veteran, guys still don't know him. They still know him. No, but, yeah. I know Red Rifle yeah. would be my other choice if I, I'm doing that. Right. If Zamp 
is the OC. Right. So now I don't have to waste time. Right, right. See, this we got to hit the ground running. And part of that is taking a benefit, even though you effed up the end of this year, you can kind of make up for it by not sending us further in the crapper by having to learn a whole new playbook. Do us that justice, okay? Don't follow an F up with another F up. Give us a break. That's all I'm asking. All right, coming up, we'll uh, get into a little bit more from last night's uh, NFL uh, honors, including the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame um, nominees, the get players who were selected, I should say, not nominees, the class was revealed last night for 2023. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, plus, Jeff Bostic will join us three-time Super Bowl champion. Bull. And uh, Hogg, former Washington Redskin, at the top of the hour uh, here on Burgundy and Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 90, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. A party day. <laughs> Ain't nothing but against the party. So I was thinking about after we had our guy Jesse Collins in here yesterday talking about the halftime show Jesse, with I heard Rihanna. About Jesse. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, at least at least you know you got at least two listeners. We do. We lose like ten or twenty. Um, I'm just thinking about like when he said we're going to see something in the first thirty seconds we've never seen before. I'm like, well, what the hell else could they do? I mean, could she parachute in? Uh, bungee jump in? I mean, seriously. I mean, at this point, I feel like we've seen. Because wasn't it Lady Gaga that was lowered from the top of the stadium, right? Like yeah, that happened there, already. Admit, yeah, there's, there's like, always been like these crazy entrances. I just that's really driving me a little crazy. And I usually, I, I'll be honest with you, I I don't care about the halftime as much as I used to. Um, but now that you know, I know somebody obviously involved in it. It's kind of cool. So I, I was into it last year and years before. And when there's acts that I like, but now I'm like, okay. I'm going to be dialed in the first yeah. 10 seconds. I got to see know. what it is. Right. What's well, the first 10 seconds? If it's something we've never seen, it's nuts. Anyway, uh, looking forward uh, to that. It is Burgundy Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. Uh, we got Jeff Basta coming up at 1. We should also not bury the lead. 2 o'clock, Eagles fanatic and, um, you know, geez, I mean, legend here at WTEM. Anybody listen to any, any version of the station knows the name Scott Lynn, and he is now a part of the BetQL family. Or has been for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. and you know he's making it happen the there. Family, he's a, yeah, he's liberties. yeah, he's got everything going on with them. He's uh, he's always been a beer aficionado. He's my beer guy. Like people have their you know like you know people have G for other things, right? Um, I got, you know if I'm looking for a beer, Scott's my guy. You know well, I, I go to him. I text him. Yes, he, he knows, knows everything. Oh, yeah, well, he, he knows. Yeah. Oh, he has porters. He knows. Yeah. snobby beers. I mean, I'm not talking about like a guy who would get me a Budweiser. Uh, no, no, I'm talking no, about no, like no, 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 beers. No, no. You know that yeah. you want to increase your beer catalog. He's the guy to go to. Anyway, so he'll be with us at two. We'll talk Eagles. He's a for years we gave him such crap um, at this station. You gave him crap. Well, you I've did never too. given him any crap. On and off the air about his One Eagles. One of my favorite people. Yeah, on and off the air about the Eagles, and here they are in their second Super Bowl. Um, in what five years and favorites, and they're not going. Despite what Jerry Jones thinks, I don't think they're going anywhere. This isn't a one-off situation <laughs> in terms of trying to win championships. They're built for the future, so we'll ask Scott because I know Philadelphia people don't like to be happy. Well, I don't know because my my the people, my neighbors, yeah, 
are they smile? I mean, they're very well, happy. Well, let me let me let me caveat. Not that they're winning. Caveat they it. Okay. right when they're winning, and, and people that are not still living in that that uh, geography. So they've left that area, like you said. Okay. They live here. They live here. They live right. here so they have a, obviously okay. a happier uh, demeanor because they live down here and not up there. But you, but a lot of if you're in like the base, like you're near the heart of Eagle Land, over the years they don't really enjoy happiness. Like they no. don't like it long. Like the Boo Santa, as we know, um, you know, cheer when Michael Irvin. Um, might have been paralyzed at the vet, although they say there was some confusion about that. What they, they did really... to Coach Z, they broke his arm. I mean, they yeah. are – I consider them a criminal element Yes, in person. Like, I yeah. would, I, I went to World Series game. I've been to NBA championships. At, I've gone – I've been there for a number of sporting events, but that's it. That was younger then. Now that I can't run anymore, I, I would never go <laughs> to anything in Philadelphia. There is somebody's yeah. um, wife on the um, one of the teams. Oh, Fred for the 49ers. No, 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 49ers. Fred Warner's yeah, wife. Fred yeah, Warner. for 49ers. Yeah, was was the latest victim of that. But I, but I have to say, plane crash. I mean, Come do you on, not seriously. have do you not have the internet, people? I mean, how do you not know? There was a guy in Philadelphia who a bunch of years ago as like a an experiment on Philadelphia fans wore a Troy Aikman jersey or it was a Tony Romo maybe it was more recent it was Tony Romo Probably Romo to to the game yeah, just to see Troy. how they were going to get treated right yeah. and they was treated very poorly needless to say yeah. and they followed him around and he went he gave, he gave like a whole thing about how the Eagles fans were the terrible things they did to him and said to him and spilled beer on him and of course you know that's a common well, one thing. thing I love about them is that they will unlike our market yeah and a lot of markets. If you have substandard performance, they boo you too. They'll tell you. They'll let you know. And when they say blue collar in that, to me, that's a compliment because that means the masses. And that's true. Like a lot of times yeah. teams will say that and they don't really. No, it's they not do always it. true, but it's real yeah. with them. They do it. The yeah. thing I appreciate about Philly fan is that they talk trash, but they're there. They pay yeah. to talk trash. Exactly. They don't talk trash through Twitter, not show up to games. They always represent all their teams. And I love the fact that the way somebody had a high IQ in their planning stages for their sports, the fact yeah, that it should all, all right be, there, man. let's not waste blacktop. Yeah. Let's utilize that right. in genius. Right. Okay. So look, the spirit, are you jealous because you don't have a food item? Well, we do have a couple of things you're noted sure. for. I think it's cool to be noted for something. Although I have to say, Pat and Gino's quite possibly to the worst places you could go. For oh, nobody goes there now, but yeah, that's they, been they revealed. Suck. I mean, yeah. yeah, and there's better places even in South Jersey right. uh, than in Philly. Dallas Andros? Yeah. Heard yeah. that? That yeah. pops up. That's good, yeah. too. That's what you like that? Uh, my that wife's family people? lives in a small town, and there's a place <laughs> literally around the corner. It's like a general store that makes a way better cheesesteak than Pat and Gino's. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's so funny. But anyway, all right. So we'll, You don't know the name? I do know. I'm not giving it up. I'm not. I don't, I don't want people going there. I don't blame you. Um, let's get to the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2023. Mm-hmm. So let's just. I'll just go in the alphabetized order. You tell me thumbs up, thumbs down, okay. or you in between. Rondi Barber. Everybody there is a hell of a player. He's a hell of a player. Um, my standard for Hall of Fame is much higher than theirs. Because I have to pause to think, and I yes. go, hell of a player. Everybody mentioned is better than almost anybody you ever played with, unless you played with a Hall of Famer. And I and I did. His name is Daryl Green. Yes. And I don't think of Rondé Barber and Daryl Green in the same neighborhood. Well, let me just jump out of order here then. On the flip side, you have guy Darrell Revis, who's on this list, 
Yeah. It seemed like everybody would say, well, they had an island named after him. Major props. Yeah. Major props. And I go, when you when you play with, I mean, I played with one guy who actually got in, and I and it was way too late. Too, Ken Riley. Too long. Ken Riley, yeah. yeah. He got in yesterday. But Lamar well. Parrish yeah. will call up here right now, leap and say the best by far. You know, cover guys. I, I just don't want to have, if I pause, you ain't it. I just don't. I think we have lowered the bar, and I hate that. It should be slam dunk. You should be able to go to your grandmother, and she ought to know. It should be like that. All the time we got to bribe people or weasel you in or use influence. I just think it's awful. Um, Don Coriel, head coach of the Cardinals and the Chargers. Now he's a beast. Again, in my era. Yet people that will argue it and say mediocre teams in St. Louis, his innovation, his his tree – is phenomenal Correct. in terms of people he spawned. But in terms of you getting to the top, is that really a Hall of Fame? He's a, uh, again, we had to discuss it. Yeah. So I got to say, eh, that don't cut it. Because to me, Andy Reid, they all reach the top. They stay at the mountaintop. They're knocking on the door. They're yep. kicking the door in. They're not down the street. They yes. never are. I just yeah. I, I can't do it. Chargers, I always think about that year they had to go play on a field – that was an ice rink. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just want, I think that was their moment, and they, you know, they never got it back. You're right. Yeah, they got, they got, they got kind of screwed on that. Yeah, but like, where was George right. George Toma, the NFL grounds committee, and those people that used to always brag about that would go save Candlestick Park every yeah. year? Why weren't they in Cincinnati going? This is unplayable. We need to get a blowtorch out here yeah. so people can keep they their footing. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, the stadium was horrible to begin yeah. with. That was inhumane. Yet they got it done. Yeah. I mean that, and that is that. That seems like it's not fair. We won't have to worry about that because Eminem's generation, any game of significance with this much money being wagered on it, yes. should be endorsed. No doubt. Um, right? You agree? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Or at least on a decent track. Um, well, but you can't control weather. Yeah. If you got the ability to take weather out of the game, yeah. let's take it out. I don't mind Hard Rock Stadium though in Miami, where the Dolphins play. I mean, that's where the Super Bowl was um, a couple years ago, 49ers and Chiefs. You just get lucky, though. You got lucky it didn't rain. Well, you then they lucky. had the one year when it was down there yeah. um, when it was called whatever. It was Joe Robbie Stadium or, whatever yeah, that, or was yeah, the other, Joe, it was the other stadium. You no, know, that was another name before Robbie. Well, no, I don't, no, that was way before. I'm in the wrong yeah. stadium. But anyway, yeah. when they had the uh, the Colts, the Colts-Bears, when they had the rain. Remember, it did rain. We it was there. a Prince played halftime. Yeah, it was we pouring down rain. Uh, Joe Klecko, defensive tackle from the Jets. Joe Klecko. And Colts. Joe was... A badass. He was a hell of a player. Again, but when I look at Darnold and I and I saw again, mean Joe Green. Mm-hmm. To me, Hall of Famers mean Joe Green. Sure. And I'm going just frightening. Randy White. Just frightening. So the guy's not on that level to me. But he's a hell of a player. Right, right. So this is where I differ. To me, if I have to pause to think about you, you ain't the dude. If it's to me, my Hall of Fame would be, right. it's just unanimous. Your grandmother should be able to pick it out. Joe Thomas, Browns. Absolutely. Yeah, 20 years. Oh, my Left God. tackle. I mean, how ridiculous is now, that? Now, they knew. That, that, I mean, they're coming to the Browns. So, he's coming to, he's getting his lunch pail. Somebody's trying to steal it every day. And he's kicking your behind and the buddies you brought with you. He's a bad man. Zach Thomas, Dolphins. Let me tell you something. One year, Dallas. I remember this dude. The little guy. He was... Stupid, because he reminded me of a Tasmanian devil. 
And he was so hard to block, and I go, yeah, I'm going all in for this dude because, A, he was with the Dolphins, so he had to carry them, and he was ferocious. My middle linebackers, I think of Dick Butkus. I grew up with Butkus and Nitschke, okay, and my boy down in um, in Kansas City, and I'm thinking, to me, that middle linebacker, he was a hammerhead. It was no doubt about it, like Ray Lewis. Stupid. Um, Pro Player Stadium, by the way, was the other version. Yeah, that's uh, Thank you. Scott Land, by the way. Uh, DeMarcus Ware, Cowboy for a long Absolutely. time. Finished his career at the Broncos. Actually, had some good years in Denver. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Absolute beast. 100 miles per hour every play. And even with them, playing for them, I can overlook that because this dude, no, he was bringing it. I mean, it's fire. You ain't see some of these guys now. You got to kiss they behind to get them to hustle. This dude was ferocious. Do you think yeah. he ever got double teamed and beat it? <laughs> I don't think he ever was single block. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure because okay. I'm pretty sure you can do that. But anyway. All right. So that's the Hall of Fame class. We will uh, talk to Jeff Bosta coming up, and I'm sure he has some thoughts about a couple guys he played with that are still waiting uh, the call from the Hall. You didn't mention everybody, did you? That's it from okay. the class, yeah. Right, That's 2023. Okay, All right, Burgundy Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, uh, Jeff Bostic, straight ahead of your Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.